here's the big question. How is it that most entrepreneurs hustle and are always busy and struggle to take just one step forward only to fall two steps back? They're dedicated, determined, and driven, but only a few finally break through and win. This show uncovers those quantum leap patterns of highly successful people so you can simply model what they do and apply to your future success. That's the question, and the answers are right here. My name is Brigitte Höfele, and this is the Success Patterns Show. And that is right. Welcome, everyone, to the Success Patterns Show. My name is Brigitte Höfele. I am the founder of the Success Patterns Movement and the CEO of the Center of Neurolinguistic Programming in Atlanta, Georgia. That's where we're located, and we are offering our services globally all around the world we are here to put the learn and the do and the teach in learn do teach this show was designed with your success in mind and we are doing that with incredible guest experts because the quality of your success that you might have today and that you're wanting for this year. I mean, this is the first success pattern show in 2023. Hello, celebrate with me. Your success in 2023 starts with your attitude towards it. And I sure hope that you have something to write with and something to write on because I know that our guest expert is going to drop nugget after nugget after nugget and you will be able to tie that into your own success. Success is an interesting thing because it shapes its meaning within each individual success seeker. Everyone has a different definition of success. And most of the time, it has nothing to do with money. Money is the byproduct, if you will, of what they consider success. Success is modeled. It's modeled in patterns, in strategies, and behavior. And you might have heard Tony Robbins say, that success leaves clues. I say success comes in patterns and a pattern is an example for others to follow. We are decoding our guest experts pattern, guest experts patterns here in the success pattern show. So you can then encode it into your own life, adapt it. So you can have your own success starting right now, starting right today for 2023. As humans were hardwired for hands-on learning by living teachers. We are not theoreticians because they just kind of talk a good game. Here are grand masters at work and we're going to give you tips on how to model success because success is already yours. And we have a great show today. We have a very interesting individual, which I would say all of our guest experts are interesting individuals and come from incredible backgrounds. Um, He comes from the belief system that life is lived from the inside out and success is reaching the inside out. And people think, too many people think and have that belief system that it's the other way around. He lives his life by his own design and he's never settled a day in his life. He has an incredible past. He has stories that you're going to go, whoa, what? Uh, which makes it really relatable to each and every one of us. And he found great success in business and is able has been able to move into entrepreneurship. And now he is coaching people. He um, is, is sought out by people globally all around the world. He's been featured on TV and magazines. 
um, and he's been uh, featured in WGN's People You Should Know magazine. He has a very unique gift um, of foresight, and he has fun in being his fearless self. And he has a program that's called Live Life by Design, where he trains uh, to build confidence and wealth. He is a lifestyle uh, business coach, and he starts with a mindset. And I am super honored and happy to announce that Steve Egg is with us here today on the Success Pattern Show. Welcome, Steve. Oh, thank you for that introduction. Oh, my gosh. I, you know what? That sounded so great. I want to meet me. <laughs> I know you should meet you. Steve's a good, Steve's a great guy. <laughs> so, Steve, you're a coach. Yes. Did you, right. when you finished high school, and that's an assumption on my part that you finished high school, but when you ended school at some point, okay, um, did you decide that, oh, I'm going to be a coach? No. No. Okay. When I got out of school as a young man, I, did, I had no future. I literally had no future. And I actually thought, well, maybe I'll just be homeless or something you know, on the beach. Kind of a cool life. My dad used to call me Skid because he said, you're going to end up on Skid Row. And the only place that I thought would ever take me on and to hire me as a job is in a towel factory where I, my job was to tape boxes together for $3.25 an hour. And, you know, I struggled with literacy. I was using drugs. And honestly, I didn't have a future. That, that place would have automated my job, but it was, it was, cheap, it was cheaper to pay me. <laughs> You know, to, to take boxes together. And it was a miserable job. And it was my one of my greatest drivers looking back is how much I realized life was going to be a problem. It was going to be a big problem if I didn't do something about it. How long until you decided something's got to give? What um, happened? So I come to wit's end. I had to quit. That was miserable. I saw these, these people going to the factory every day thinking their lives are over. I can't do this. And I said to my dad, I'm quitting. He said, no, don't quit. So I quit the next day. And I didn't have another job lined up, but it didn't matter because I knew that that wasn't going to get me anywhere. And I knew that I had to uh, become a better reader, learn how to read. I knew that drugs were not going to help me in life. So it took a while. It probably took uh, uh, at least another three years before I was off drugs. And uh, I read my first book cover to cover by the time I was 23. So what was that book? Which book 16, did you read? The 16th Round by Reuben Carter. What was the takeaway? Do you remember what you felt reading that book? Uh, a sense of accomplishment. And I chose that book on purpose because Reuben wrote it while he was in prison. And he wasn't highly educated and I did struggle and he wrote it. He didn't have a ghostwriter. So I thought he writes like I speak. So it was going to be a comfortable book. I, I actually chose that book for that purpose. You know, I'm not a big boxing fan, but he, that was a good book to start with. He, he, he was relatable to Very you. Very relatable. So I, I, was, I was very comfortable in reading it. I wonder, there's so many questions I have, but I'm, and I'm going to start with this question first. I wonder how many people just don't even take the first step because they're so 
intimidated by other people. Oh, he, he wrote a book, but he, but it was relatable because a apparently he you know wrote as he as as you're speaking, and you having the knowledge that he wrote it while he was in prison um, made it more relatable. Or what else was there? No, that was it. It was just that relatable that I thought he's not a writer. He's a guy mm -hmm. that writes down what he says and he speaks like me. Mm -hmm. So great. I can read it. I wouldn't be intimidated by big words or, or uh, things that I couldn't understand. You know, but, but honestly, my whole life, I just hit everything head on. So, okay. Cause I already, that, that was one of my questions. I hear that there's um, somewhat of a resistance to your dad and maybe to authority altogether. <laughs> right. And, and it, it seems like now looking back, has that served you? Yeah, it wasn't so much of a resistance as it was, okay, my relationship with my father who recently passed, my father lived his whole life in fear. I saw him afraid of people. He was a smaller person. He wasn't very big and he was afraid of big people and he was afraid of taking chances and he was afraid of going. And I saw this as a teenager. And I thought to myself, here's somebody that's not going after what they want in life. So for me to do it, I have to be the opposite. I have to become fearless. And to do that, I have to hit things head on. And I don't care what's coming. I mean, through my life, when I say I hit things head on, I do things that aren't very comfortable. I've confronted people and, and people have said, well, what if they punch you? And I'm like, well, then they punch me. What do you want me to do? Like, this needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And so my whole life, I've never, I just hit things head on. I've never been afraid. Like, I know I shouldn't say that. I've totally been afraid. I totally feel it, but I never stopped. I'm like, I can crawl up into a ball and, but what good will that do me? Mm -hmm. Or I can just go after it. So you snap out of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I now I mean, at this point in my life, I can't go too many days without feeling the butterflies in my stomach. It means I'm taking it easy. I always have to have the butterfly feeling where that stomach is just a little without it. I feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So you made that uncomfortable feeling a comfort feeling. Exactly. What a great Love reframe. That. Oh, uh, my relationship with fear is I have to feel it. It's a good thing for me. And, and I've been telling people that fear is not a bad thing. It means you're stretching. It means you're getting out of your comfort zone. It means you're going in a direction you've never been. You know, and, and I laugh because sometimes when I don't feel it, one of my favorite things to do is jump from a height just so I mm -hmm. could feel the fear. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite jumping from, the, from a height? From like just any height. Uh, you know, like I will jump off of a roof. You know, like it sounds crazy, but I have to feel the butterflies. When you when you say you snap out of it, right? You 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 come to a point. There are people that are you know feeling sorry for themselves, or they're stuck in a negative mindset, or whatever the stuckness may be. How does one just snap out of it? I don't. You know what? I, I can't remember last time I sat there and felt sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't, you know what? I don't have bad days. I might have a bad five minutes, 
But then you just go, wow, you know what? That was really kind of crappy. What can I do about it? And the answers are really simple. Either, hey, can I control that situation? No, then fine. Then let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's how you snap out of it. Can I control it? Yes. Then control it. Can I control it? No. Then snap out and get rid of it. If I can't control it, I, it's not in my life. So that's a good that's a good test question. Can I control it? If it's not in my control, then might as well move on. Right. I don't I don't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. The as you're coaching and you're helping others, other people to snap out of it. It's it's not just that you have snapped out of it yourself. You have helped, you know, I would say hundreds of thousands of people snap out of it, including, you know, people that you've worked with in your own businesses. You've built business, you've sold businesses. Talk to us about that and, and your um, your learnings through that. Well, you know, what I learned is, first of all, I meet people where they're at. I understand that everyone's like me. And that's the first thing I have to realize. And if somebody's not like me, I look, what fears are they feeling? Mm. And why are they feeling? And I get them to recognize that, you know, say it out loud and they can hear it for themselves. And then I go, okay, let's pretend that happened. Whatever you're afraid of, let's pretend that happened. Now we're on the other side of it. What's life going to look like? You know, what, let's say you're afraid of failure. You're afraid of opening a business for fear you're going to go out of business. Let's pretend we're already out of business. What do you think is going to happen? Are people going to laugh at you? No, nobody's going to laugh at you. Are people going to reach out to you? You know, because they, mm. they maybe feel bad for you or, or they have sympathy. At least you tried it. Probably. Is your spouse or somebody going to give you a big hug? Absolutely. You know, so let's get on the other side of whatever you're afraid of. And let's see what that looks like. And let's see if it's as bad as you think it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it comes back to a mindset of what do you think it's going to be? Not what it is truly, realistically, but what, because sometimes our mind plays us a trick, what we think it is, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the reality. Correct. People, and, people are just paralyzed by fear. Mm. And I'm like, okay, let's pretend it already happened. Are we still paralyzed? Mm-hmm. No. Gets, the, gets them into action. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, because we're looking at success patterns, um, often we have already success patterns. Each individual people that you work with, that you that you coach, that you build businesses with, they already have success patterns, but they got really good at misusing their success pattern and it and, and manipulated it. And now it's not a success pattern anymore. Have you seen that in the past? Oh, yeah, I see that. So you've nailed it. People will get to their success. They'll reach up. They'll take their pattern. They'll get to a success, success and they plateau mm-hmm. or they'll, they'll take a turn and, and go lateral mm-hmm. because I don't. Most of the time, what, what I found is people don't believe they can continue to take that pattern to, to new heights. It's like there's a thousand um, story staircase and they're comfortable going up 77 stories. And then for some reason they stop. You know, they've taken that same pattern. They've walked up the stairs and, and they just leveled off because they never believed they can go further. Mm-hmm. So their belief is stopping them. They know what to do to get there. They have the pattern. 
they don't believe they can go further. And do you think that belief, you know, if, say they go the seven, 77, often, and, and I've just had this conversation with one of my clients today, they go into a mindset of overwhelm of, I, you know, I can't climb more because they're looking at the whole rest of the staircase and not to, to the 78th floor or then the 79th floor, right? We try to, I think as humans, we try to, you know, do it all at once. It's not yes. done all at once. Oh, no, it's, it's success is found daily. You know, mm -hmm. it's in what you do every single day. Everything either moves you forward towards success or backwards away. There's no neutral momentum. Mm -hmm. So success mm -hmm. is in your actions every single day. Ooh, will you say that again? That was deep. Okay, so everything you do either moves you forward towards the success or backwards away from it. There is no neutral momentum. Mm -hmm. Everything you day, do every day moves you towards it or away. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no neutral. Not even mm -hmm. sleep is neutral. Either you're getting good sleep or you're not. You know, either you're getting bad sleep and it's holding you back from being healthy or you're getting good sleep and going towards the day energetic. Mm -hmm. Not even sleep is neutral. That was, that was I think, the biggest nugget um, that I heard you say so far today, and I know that you brought many. Um, Jim, Jim Rohn is known for saying that success is a numbers game, and Brian Tracy is known for saying that success is a people's game. Which one is it? L enlighten us. Okay, so I'm going to give you the Steve Eck. Yes. Success is a lifestyle. Ooh. And it's got nothing to do with wealth. When I mean mm -hmm. lifestyle, I'm not talking about cars and boats and, and houses and money and clothing. Successful people know how to be successful regardless of the direction they're going. They know that when an obstacle is going to get in their way, they have to overcome it. They also understand that there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be naysayers. There's always going to be people you can't, are going to tell you you can't do it. Successful people know that, but they also know that it's up to them to do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And successful people, and here's your, your next nugget. It's never about resources. It's always about being resourceful. resourceful. Mm. It's not about, you know, people go, oh, I can't do that. I don't have the money. Money's a resource. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. That's external. How resourceful are you? I've, I've done a lot of deals with no money of my own, and I figured out how to get it done. Maybe somebody else's money, maybe no money. Maybe being part of it brought in because of my knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I become resourceful. That's inside, internal. In, in, and I read that in your bio, right, as we started the show today, that it is an inside job. And mm -hmm. that talk to us more about, you know, people being so focused on external and tangibles and everything needs to be out there where in the beginning they should be focused on what well, they okay so here's the first thing i'm going to say about that is people will take what they people will shrink um a goal or something to fit their mindset rather than expanding their mind to accept that goal. Mm. So today, 
I was talking to somebody and I, you know, I looked at a $18 million piece of property online and I thought to myself, mm, is that something that I, is that somewhere I'd want to live? And when I talked to somebody about it, uh, I'm going to be honest, I don't have 18 million laying around. Like I check both pockets. I don't have 18 million like that. I'm just going to throw out there for a house, um, at least not at this moment. So I talked to somebody and they're like, oh, I can never do that. Well, I said, not with that attitude, because the dream of an $18 million home would have been too big for his mind to, mm -hmm. to accept. And I said, why don't you, you know, like he goes, oh, I was looking at places for like under 300,000. Mm. He would like an 18 million, but he shrunk the dream to fit the mind rather mm -hmm. than expanding the mind to accept the dream. He, he never said, what would it take? to live in an $18 million home. Instead, he said, oh, I can never do that. Here's my limit. I'll well, he, he already made up his mind. Mm -hmm. So that's it. He's on, he's on uh, 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 floor number 77. And probably will be fine, you know, eventually being on floor 50. Yeah, he'll get there. Mm -hmm. Hey, you're either moving forward or backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can walk down the stairs as well. And I, I think um, that there's a pattern that when people are trying to move forward and then they're like, oh, it's hard or hmm, it takes effort or maybe I don't have the resources, as you just said, they are going backwards. Oh, absolutely. You know what? When people say, well, that's hard. I'm like, yeah, it's hard. Choose You're your right. heart. I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard. Do the work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everything's hard. If it's easy, everyone would have done it and we don't even pay attention. You know what's easy? Learning how to walk like we've all learned how to walk, right? It was hard at one time, but babies don't give up. They don't have limits. Children at that age don't know what a limit is. That's how they're able to walk. And I go, look at you. You're walking. That's pretty easy. It wasn't always easy. You can do it. You just, you just now accepted the limits that you can't do that. It's hard. I can't do that. And that's what you mean by. Do you think it's a decision that one, one makes at some particular time of this is, this takes effort, right? Instead of saying hard, we can just say this takes effort. Are you willing to put in the effort? Is that yeah, a decision? Is that a yeah, choice? that is a, a decision. So I guess I've been fortunate. Now, given my, my past, the way I was brought up with my parents, and I love them, but they both had passed. But um, I learned at an early age, I was fortunate. You know, most of our limits come from you know how we were brought up. Most of your limits occur before the age of seven or eight. And I looked at my parents and said, in my lifetime, I will do the exact opposite of you. Mm -hmm. I see all the failures in them. You know, it's not to say I didn't love them. I see all the failures. And so whatever you do, I will do the opposite. Where most people learn that pattern from their parents and carry it on and give it to their kids. I saw my parents and I saw the mistakes. I saw the shortcomings. I saw the failures and said, I can't do that. So whatever I've learned from you, I will now do the opposite. And isn't that interesting because you're talking about the imprint phase that we go through from age zero or even before we were born up to age around six or seven, mm -hmm. um, that we either 
we have we're choosing even as we're choosing our subconscious chooses are we following the same lead that our parents are modeling or are we doing a complete 180 and going the the opposite direction absolutely and i i took a 180 mm -hmm. you know what i remember as a kid uh like people making fun of my dad or saying something like that and my dad doing nothing about it Mm. And, and I thought, oh, hell no. You know, and as a kid, I couldn't understand why he, he did nothing. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I said, are you kidding? This is not how I'm going to live. I can't live like this. It sparked that who you are today. Mm -hmm. Oh, so absolutely. I would not trade my past for anything. If I had the opportunity to do it over again, I would not change a thing. Not that it was anything glamorous. There was nothing great. But it made me who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Giving gratitude for all of the shit that one's that one goes through shapes you when you make that choice into who you are today. Absolutely. You know, I'm going to share a little something. I don't get out of bed in the morning. I wake up and I lay in bed and I pay gratitude to everybody and everything in my life. And I don't get out of bed until I'm done. The first day I did that, I popped out of bed in about 20 seconds, right? I'm thankful for these three people. Bam, I'm out of bed. I can lay there now for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, reflecting on gratitude. Mm -hmm. I don't put my foot on the floor until I am so grateful for everything I have and everybody in my life. That's beautiful. Yeah, thank you for that. That's a success pattern all in itself. Oh, because that's what I think that's what it starts out with, doesn't it? It, it does. I, I don't I've never had a bad morning. Mm -hmm. Heck, that way, I've never had a bad day. I've had plenty of bad five minutes. I've had plenty, plenty of bad conversations or phone calls, but nothing past that. Because it's a choice. You it choose. It is a choice. You choose. Now, you've dropped so many incredible ideas, <laughs> nuggets, belief systems, success patterns. And I know that there are people watching us, listening to us that say, I like this Steve guy. I want to talk to him. How you, first of all, you brought us something, didn't you? What I did. did you bring? So, so I coach and I'm going to tell you right now, if I coach you, you're going to be successful. I take it more serious than most people take their own success. So I'm offering free a 30 minute coaching session. Just go to stevec.com slash contact, and it says, you know, have a conversation. Click on it. It'll, it'll bring up a calendar and book it. I mean, does it get any easier than that? And just book it. I'm available. Yeah. You guys, uh, go to stevec, that's S-T-E-V-E-E-K, dot com slash contact and then fill out the form send it over to steve and his team and get a strategy call it's totally free um and do it absolutely do it i've met steve in la a few weeks ago well yeah so it's been a few weeks it was last year but it's still a few weeks sure. <laughs> and uh the success that he's had in his businesses and um just the the ground itself that he is just get with him. It is, it's absolutely, um, in German, we have a word that's called Bereicherung. It is a, 
you're going to be wealthy just by knowing Steve. So Steve, thank you for, for that. And thank you for bringing that gift. How do folks uh, get in touch with you? How do they follow you like on social or website? Um, How do people get in touch with you? you well, steveack.com, social media. Again, I'm pretty sure I'm the only Steve Ack. Like you just on Facebook, look up Steve Ack. Instagram, Steve Ack Official. Um, Steve Ack Official, where, okay. Yeah, that's where you're going to find me. And so if people just Google Steve Ack, you're going you're, you're you're to come up. Google and you put Steve Ack, I'm, I'm going to come up. There's not a yeah. lot of Steve Ack's walking on the earth. That look like you, especially. Oh, you no. So I have my hair pulled back because, you know, it's more of my professional. But I do have my long dreadlock. He, yeah, he's got great hair, you guys. You, well, when you meet back. him, he's got great hair. Yeah, I haven't been back for this interview, but yes, I do have long dreadlocks. Fantastic. Steve, I can't wait uh, for folks to get in touch with you. Thank you for being on the Success Pattern Show. What is, what do you, what is one nugget that you want to um, part with today? So I'm going to tell everyone right now, there is no limits to where you can live. You can live life by design. I live, when people see my life, they're always like, wow, that's incredible. And I wish I could live like that. You can. You there can. are no limits. You know, I live an amazing, incredible life, and you can too. That's right. With that being said, Steve, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your incredible knowledge and care with the world. Um, guys, get with Steve. Steve Eck, S-T-E-V-E, and then his last name is E-K. It doesn't get any simpler than that. Um, tune in again next week, same time, same place on Tuesday at 4.30 for the Success Pattern Show. Until then, talk to you. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Success Pattern Show at www.thesuccesspatternshow.com. My name is Brigitte Hufelet.